If you don't take the time to shake off the energy from a bad sales call, you'll bring all of that energy with you into your next call and sabotage your sales. You're listening to Quantum Leap Your Sales, the podcast for high ticket coaches who want to fill their programs with ideal clients. I'm Marielle Diaz, your host. You already have everything you need to succeed inside of you. And right now, I'm going to show you the way. Hey there, welcome back to the show. This week, we're talking about how to reset your mindset after a difficult sales call. So if you've been doing sales calls for any length of time whatsoever, you've definitely had some difficult calls. The inspiration for this episode comes from a client session that I did where my client got onto a sales call and felt like the potential client was just dumping all of this victim energy all over her. So in our coaching call, we worked through exactly how to handle that. And I want to bring the highlights to you here today. So that way you have a quick, simple, easy practice you can do the next time you have a bad sales call. So the first thing I want you to do after you have a bad sales call is give yourself a few moments to vent. Please do put a time limit on this though, okay? So if you are venting for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, you're allowing that energy to infect you and to infect everything else that you're doing. And that's certainly not going to help your sales. It's not going to help your mindset. It's probably not going to help your life either. So what I want you to do is set a time limit. Give yourself five to 10 minutes at the very most to vent. You can talk out loud, you can write in a journal, you can talk to a friend or a family member. How you vent is up to you. But please remember that if you let it go on for too long, this first step is going to be counterproductive. So quick venting, I like to think of this as just dumping the mental emotional trash. Just get it all out of you. Think of everything that bothered you, everything the person said that irritated you and just dump it out of your brain onto a piece of paper or speak it out loud. That way you can start to dissipate the energy. The next step is as you're venting, I want you to look for key themes. If there's anything that's bothering you that is repeating over and over again, there's a good chance that you're coming up against one of your core beliefs. So do notice if there's any key themes as you're going through the venting, those may be wonderful things to go back and explore with a coach. Once you're done venting, the next step is to shake the energy off. And I really do mean shake it off. Okay, so this step is going to require you to get into some type of movement. So most of you are probably doing your sales calls either seated or standing up, but at your computer, by your phone. So what I want you to do is change your state by getting outside. Okay, so whether you exercise regularly or not is totally up to you. What I want you to do is use physical activity to move energy. So this is not exercise for the sake of physical conditioning. This is getting physical movement for the sake of moving and discharging, releasing energy. Take your cues from your body and do any type of movement that feels good for you. Maybe it's just going for a walk. Maybe you take a light jog. Maybe you do a more vigorous workout. Any kind of movement that feels good in your body will help you to release the energy. While you're moving, please make sure that you're not ruminating about what happened. Okay, we don't want to bring the venting into this step. The purpose of venting is to dump the mental emotional trash and clear it out with the physical movement step, moving the energy. You want to focus on actually just releasing the energy, not feeding the energy by continuing to think about it. 
So if we're upset about something and we're thinking about what happened, we're replaying it in our minds, we're actually recreating more of that energy that we then need to release. So if you're doing the physical movement and you find that your mind is starting to loop, you're ruminating, you're replaying, you're thinking about what happened, I want you to simply say to yourself, stop and redirect your energy back to the movement that your physical body is doing. As you're moving your body, imagine that the energy is releasing. So if you're walking or running or doing most types of exercise, an easy way to do this is to just visualize with each step that you take, you're transferring and releasing energy from your physical body into the earth. And then you can feel the warmth of the sun on your skin and imagine that the sun is filling you with good, positive, loving energy and you can work with your breath. So on the inhalation, drawing in love, peace, whatever kind of energy you're wanting to draw in. And on the exhale, releasing fear, worry, anxiety, whatever unpleasant energy you're ready to release, including anything that you may have gathered from the potential client. Most of my client base and audience are made up of empathic people. So purpose-driven high-ticket coaches are really doing this work because they have a big mission, right? They want to have a big impact on this world with the work that they do. And as a result of being empathic, they absorb a lot of energy. I know this to be true because I myself am highly empathic. And actually my first high ticket coaching program was a spiritual life coach certification program specifically for empaths, teaching empaths how to manage all of this energy that we have a tendency to absorb from other people. So for now, what I want you to know is that you actually don't need to be absorbing all of this energy on your sales calls. I will be weaving in more skills, tools, and techniques in future episodes. For right now, the practices that I just gave you will at least give you a starting place so you can work on releasing any energy that you're picking up. And by the way, these practices can be done anywhere, anytime, anyplace. So although the focus of this episode is how to reset your mindset after a difficult sales call, you can absolutely use the practices that I'm teaching you here for how to manage just any kind of energy that you tend to absorb, whether it's from your family or from your friends or from clients. So please know that about these practices. You can use them with sales calls, but you can also use them in your life and in other aspects of your business. So now that you've done some movement and you've been able to shake the energy off, the next step is to condition a positive state. Okay, so we're going to do this in a few ways. The first thing that you're going to do is you are going to get out a piece of paper and you are going to remind yourself of how amazing you are. I know this can be uncomfortable for a lot of people. So if it's easier, what you can do is you can start by recalling kind words that friends, family, and clients have said to you. And I want you to really take the time to write this down on paper. It's not the same to type it up on the computer, and it's definitely not the same to just repeat it in your mind. Okay, so get out a piece of paper, write it down. That's going to help you really connect to it emotionally and shower yourself in kind things that others have said to you. And then I also want you to be able to do the same thing for yourself, to build yourself up. Right. So you could look at what makes you great at what you do. What's unique about the way that you do your work that's different. People can't find anywhere else. So make sure that you take the time to write this down and just build yourself up. Tell yourself all of the different ways that you're amazing, all of the reasons why you're amazing at your work, 
all of the reasons why your clients are so lucky to have you, to have the opportunity to work with you, to be able to learn from your wisdom and your experience and your energy and everything that you bring to your work that is uniquely you. The next part of conditioning a positive state is to write a gratitude list. So many people, when they write down what they're grateful for, go through the motions. They do it with zero emotional charge, and they're just by like rote memory listing things off that they think they quote unquote should be grateful for. When you write down your gratitude list, I want you to be as specific as you can possibly be. We're looking for like micro gratitude, like little teeny tiny things that may seem so simple that you wouldn't even think to be grateful for them. Okay, so I want you to do that. Look for little things that you're grateful for, which are actually big things when we stop and really think about it. And I want you to feel into it. One thing that really helped me to understand this concept of gratitude was back when I was in college. My boyfriend in college got into a terrible motorcycle accident. He nearly lost his life and ended up with one of those uh, metal cages from his hip all the way down through his foot with steel pins across his entire bone. He basically shattered his leg into a million little pieces. And obviously he was in quite a bit of pain and wasn't able to do hardly anything. And so as he was learning how to walk again and going through this process of healing, which was a very long process, I remember he used to look at me and say things like, oh my gosh, Marielle, you are so lucky that you can just sit up and stand up and walk to the bathroom. Something that I think most of us really take for granted, right? So going through that experience taught me that really it truly is the tiny little things that we are enormously grateful for, especially when there's an accident or we fall ill or something tragic happens, we lose a loved one or a pet, right? So I want you to think about the little things in your life that you can be grateful for. And as you're listing them out, don't just write them down. What I want you to do is really flood yourself emotionally. Let yourself feel each and everything. What that's going to do is it's going to bathe you in positive chemicals. All of the neurotransmitters in your brain will start to shift and it will absolutely produce a boost in your mood. It will produce a shift in your entire physiology. Once you've completed your gratitude list, your next step to condition a positive state is to write down your wins. Once again, we're working with the concept of micro wins. We're looking for the tiny little small wins that you have throughout the day that you can celebrate. This concept tends to be rather challenging for most of my clients. My clients oftentimes have a much easier time identifying other people's wins. And then when it comes to identifying their own, there can be a real tendency to diminish or dismiss entirely the wins. So it's a little bit counterintuitive when we think of winning, right? We might think of something big, like in the context of work and business. A lot of my clients want to put, I enrolled a new client, right, on their wins. And that's fantastic. And it's wonderful to celebrate that when that happens. But what we're really looking for are all of the little steps that add up to that. All of the steps that add up to a big win, right? So really it's small changes, and small steps that we take consistently over time that add up to massive change, both in our lives and in our businesses. 
So with your wins, I want you to look really small, get really granular, look for the little things you can celebrate, a moment where you caught a negative thought and you were able to shift it, right? A moment where you reached out to connect with somebody that you care about, right? Anything that you do to take care of yourself, any kind of self-care gets to be captured as a win, no matter how small. Right. So what you're going to do as you're writing down this list of wins is you're going to let yourself feel good while you're doing it. There's no judgment. There's no criticism. Give your inner critic a job to do. Your inner critic isn't invited to this list making activity. Okay. so what I want you to do is really build yourself up by giving yourself credit for all of the good things that you're doing. Right. All of the steps that you are taking, both in your personal life and in your business as well. Not only is this going to help you to feel good, it's actually also going to recondition your inner dialogue. As you take the time to notice your wins on a daily basis, as you take the time to practice gratitude on a daily basis, it will recondition your inner dialogue. As you recondition your inner dialogue, that also is going to help you to feel better. And as you feel better, you'll create much better outcomes in your life and in your business. So now that you've written down your wins, the next step is to write down a few affirmations. I'm going to recommend that you write down three general affirmations and then three affirmations specifically for your sales calls. The ones that you write down for your sales calls need to be very specific to what it is that you are working on right here and right now on your sales calls. In terms of the general affirmations, just as a reminder, an affirmation is a positive statement to yourself about yourself. And what you're working on is expanding your beliefs, what you believe to be possible for yourself. So a few of my favorite affirmations that I work with are my life is a continuous stream of miracles. I am a powerful creator. And I live in a state of overflow of time, money, energy, and love. So those are a few examples to get you started. You're welcome to borrow those if you'd like. Um, You can find lists of affirmations very easily online. You can find meditations that have uh, affirmations in them. So make sure that you use ones that resonate with you, that speak to you personally. And again, write down three personal affirmations and then three affirmations for your sales calls as well. By the end of writing all of these things down, you will very likely notice a positive shift in your energy and in your mood. However, if you write all of these items down and you still don't notice any shift in your mood, what you want to do is go back, vent, move your body, release more energy and try again. And as you're doing the journaling component of this, please make sure that you are fully present and focused and not going through the motions. If you do this going through the motions, you're wasting your time. It will not work. So make sure that when you sit down to do the journaling aspect of this exercise, that you really bring your full focus, your full presence, your full awareness, right? That you're being very mindful and present with yourself as you're going through this process of writing down the things that you're grateful for, writing down your wins, and writing down your affirmations. 
And the last step I have for you today for how to reset your mindset after a difficult sales call is to trust in source, spirit, God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in. Oftentimes my clients will struggle with beating themselves up with thinking if I had only said this or if I had only done that, then X, Y, or Z outcome would have happened. But here's what I want you to remember and come home to. We are all perfectly imperfect humans, right? We all make mistakes. We all have flaws. We all have things that we need to work on and improve. So with the right fit person on a sales call, there's nothing that you can say or do that's going to mess it up. When it's the right fit and it's spiritually aligned, the person will enroll in your program. And really, this requires a high level of trust and faith and confidence. What is meant for you will never pass you by, both in life and in business. It is safe for you to trust in Source, Spirit, God, the universe to bring you the exact people that you are uniquely designed to serve. So this entire episode today is really an integration exercise. So I'm going to recap the steps for you. And the next time you have a difficult sales call, I want you to re-listen to this episode and I want you to take yourself through this process. So the first step is to vent. The second step is to notice any key themes that come up in the venting that you'd like to explore further through journaling or maybe through working with a coach. Then the next step is to shake off the energy by moving your body, getting into movement. The next step is to condition a positive state by reminding yourself of how amazing you are, by listing out what you're grateful for, identifying your wins, writing down your affirmations, both for life and for business. And then the last step is to trust in source, spirit, God, the universe. Go ahead and try this practice out and let me know how it goes. Thanks so much for being here with me today. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Are you ready to enroll more perfect fit clients into your high ticket coaching program? If so, I'd love to invite you to book a free breakthrough call. We'll spend up to 45 minutes together getting you clear on what has been holding you back from making more sales and we'll develop a plan together to help you to reach your goals. To book your call, go ahead and head on over to marieldiaz.com forward slash connect. We can't wait to talk with you soon.